Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about stop being all or nothing when it comes to your weight loss because this approach is almost guaranteed to sabotage your success. I'm talking this especially right now. It's a Tuesday after a long weekend, uh, Labor Day, the summer as well. And the idea of being all or nothing is really, we, we get this from the diet industry, I think especially because it's one of the few areas of your life where you really approach it all or nothing. And it really doesn't work. I'm going to point that out to you. And more importantly, I'm going to give you an alternative solution that I think is a lot better. Um, but when we're all or nothing with things, it, it's so black or white. And if you're coming off of a long weekend, a holiday, uh, and then you try to go back to all, it's really difficult. You know, I certainly find myself, you know, I have unhealthier cravings now because I've kind of eaten a lot over the weekend. Uh, and so if I come into Tuesday expecting I'm to be perfect right away, uh, I think that that sets me up for failure. And if I'm not perfect, you know, to make a mistake, if I'm in that all or nothing mindset, it feels catastrophic, you know? So you really, really want to recognize how you may be uh, approaching your weight loss with an all or nothing mindset and start paying attention to how that's impacting your motivation and your desire to want to do it. Because let's just say you haven't even been on track and you just want to get on track for the, you want to start a plan. Well, if you look at it like I have to start all, right? I got to start by being perfect it's overwhelming and you're going to avoid it. And there's a good chance right now while you even listen to this or watch this that you want to lose weight. You think about it a lot, but you're not getting yourself to start taking the actions that are going to make it happen. And that's probably a big reason why uh, is because you're thinking about having to do everything. No more carbs, 1200 calories, not eating for 16 hours, you know, whatever it may be, whatever your philosophy is, you're probably aiming at perfection with it. And that's feeling overwhelming to you. And so you're avoiding it. And unfortunately, in this culture, because of all the diet and marketing, all we do is get messages of approaching weight loss with an all or nothing mindset. Now, I understand this. I want to make clear that it's not crazy to think this because really when we approach something an all or nothing mindset, really what we're doing is we're just obsessed with fast results. And of course, the fastest, best results you could get in the next couple of weeks or month are going to be if you do everything absolutely perfectly. So it's, it's not a, it's not rocket science to figure out why we think this way, but we have to zoom out, look at the big picture and start to really redefine what is fast weight loss. If you've been obsessed with really losing weight this week, this month, and you have an extreme idea of how to approach it in your mind and you're not going to do it until you're able to do it perfectly. And now we zoom back and say, okay, well, how much weight with that mindset, how much weight have you lost in the last six months? How much weight have you lost in the last year thinking about your weight loss that way, approaching it with that mindset? And if your answer is, I haven't lost any weight or I've even put weight on, then it's probably time to reevaluate if that's the best approach. And again, I don't blame you and you shouldn't blame yourself if you realize, geez, the only way I know how to approach weight loss is with an all or nothing mindset. I get that because you've been conditioned. We've all been conditioned by literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of weight loss commercials in our lives where everything is about the instant result, the before and after picture, how fast can you make it happen? But it's up for you to take a step back from that to relax and start to really look at how you want to move forward in a different way. And that different way is to be all or something as opposed to being all or nothing. And what this does is it gives us more flexibility. Will the results be as fast in the next couple of weeks or months if you approach it with an all or something mindset? Maybe not. But where the results, where this approach really starts to shine is in the next six months, 
the next year, the next couple of years. That's what we want to focus on. And if you start with this all or something mindset, it really gets you ready to approach this in a completely different way that I think you're going to realize is much more comfortable, doable, and ultimately sustainable in your life, okay? And so what's the all or something mindset? Well, it's simply that you start small, perhaps. Now, if if all of a sudden, you know, you're ready to start big, you, your life's working for you, relationships are good, your health's good, your energy's good, work's good, you know, everything's going great, and you can do all and, and everything perfect, knock yourself out, you know? Fine, <laughs> but... If you're someone who's kind of like, oh, I want to lose weight, but oh God, I can't start. I can't do this now. I don't want to do this. Then this is for you, okay? Because what we want to start to realize is really the all or something approach is built in the concept of 1% better each day, but it's 1% better each day over a long period of time. And so you get to the end of, you know, six months, you're not 180% better, you're exponentially better because it keeps improving on the percents before that. You get to a year from now, you're not just 365% better, you're exponentially better than that. So it's really about taking a long term, a long time frame approach to this and making it more sustainable and comfortable. So how does this look in actuality? Well, let's just say it is your first day back after a long weekend, the first day back after been off track for a little while. Well, you don't have to go to the 1200, no carbs, 16 hours. You can start small. You can start by saying, I'm gonna have a salad for lunch. I'm gonna make sure I drink some water today. I'm gonna get to bed a little earlier. I'm gonna make, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat less dessert tonight. Did you hear that? Less, not none, less. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I eat, you know, a few extra pieces of fruit that I normally do. Again, it's up to you to figure out where you wanna start, but do you hear what I'm saying? It's starting small. It's starting with something where you can start to build up you know, your new behaviors, your new mindset, your new kind of thinking patterns and approaches to changing yourself for good, as opposed to trying to hit a grand slam to change it all at once. And when I say it this way, I know it just seems like common sense, but the problem with really weight loss specifically is we've been so conditioned to think about it non-comic-sensically that we now think the, the non-commonsensical way is the common sense, right? Most people that we know, yourself included probably, are approaching your weight loss with an all or nothing mindset. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing perfectly. And there's a saying, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And there's a very good chance when it comes to your weight loss that you're doing exactly that, that your commitment to just being perfect if you're gonna lose weight is preventing you from really approaching your weight loss 95% of the time. Okay, so this shift in mindset is not only much more effective, but it's a lot more comfortable. You can start slow and you can build on your successes day after day. And that's probably an approach you have never tried. And I think what you'll find once you approach it this way is that it's easier to start, you know, because listen, the number one skill of mastering your weight is the ability to get back on track fast. And the easiest way to get back on track fast is to have some flexibility on how you get back on track. <laughs> we can't just have getting back on track being back to the 1200 calories, back to no carbs, back to no six, e eating for 16 hours, whatever your strict philosophy is. That's so difficult. You don't want to do it. That is what's stopping you right now. That's the primary thing. You want to lose weight. That's not flat. That's not changing. The problem is you don't want to do that thing you, you're telling yourself you have to do because it's too intense. And you don't want to do it. So lower that down and start small and build on that because a step in the right direction is still a step. And thinking about the perfect plan and not doing it is a step nowhere, okay? So really let this internalize, because I can almost guarantee you this is a mindset issue that I can almost guarantee is affecting your results that you could get that you're not getting because you're trapped in this mindset. So please give this a little bit of thought, reflect on it, 
and then do something today, no matter how small, that is a little better than what you did yesterday. All right. I hope this helps you out. Um, if anyone has a, has a question, feel free to ask it. Um, I see Alex. I see you just wrote that. And I don't know if anyone, I'm just going to flip through real quick and see if anyone has any questions. I don't like to skip anyone. I just want you to know that these questions don't come through as clearly as they used to. So I miss them sometimes. So bear with me. Um, but if you have any questions, feel free to ask them. Okay, I guess that is the first one. Alex says, I like this. Thank you. I've had an all or nothing mentality and that hasn't worked for me. Yeah, Alex, I know. I get it. And uh, again, the, the first thing is to, to shed off the blame. <laughs> it's not your fault. We are like overwhelmingly conditioned to think about weight loss in this all or nothing mindset because it really supports the diets. You know, first of all, that all or nothing mindset almost guarantees you're going to fail, which the diets love because then you're just going to be a repeat customer. By the way, most of the big diets you know about are owned by the big food companies. So they get you coming and going and they don't want you to lose weight. You don't believe me probably, but Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. <laughs> Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Uh, the company that owns Atkins Food Products, the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owns uh, Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. These companies, their diets are just one more branch of their food you know, empires and they don't work. Okay. So if those diets, those big diets that are owned by these big food companies haven't worked for you, it's almost always because they don't have a mindset component to it. And they're just giving you a, you know, do this. And, um, you know, that doesn't work right without changing your mindset. So it's important that, uh, you, uh, start to shift your mindset piece up. You know, that's the biggest shift you're probably gonna, um, that's probably the thing that's going to lead you to the biggest shift. You know, I got a training coming out. I'm so excited for this. It's going to clarify once and for all. I finally figured it out. Um, it's called the Weight Mastery Pyramid. And there's three levels to it. There's mindset, lifestyle, eating. And what most people focus on is the eating piece, like 95%, maybe a tiny little fraction of exercising, and almost zero on the lifestyle and the mindset pieces. And those are literally the foundations of your success. And you probably have no foundation, which is probably why you're not getting the success. And so it's not another eating plan. I can't stress this enough. You know enough about what you should and shouldn't eat to lose weight. The problem that keeps showing up is that you can't get yourself to follow that plan long enough to get the results you want, right? And a big part of that is, is really the mindset piece and the lifestyle piece. They're both crucial. Um, but this, this all or nothing mentality, you know, I bring it up because if you were gonna approach anything else in life, like any other skill that you wanted to learn, I can't really think of anything else that you'd approach all or nothing with, right? So I, I like to use the example, like playing the piano. You never played the piano before, but you want to learn. And imagine like the, the typical way someone went to approach the, learning the piano. I'm going to play 10 hours a day. <laughs> I'm going to play 10 hours a day until I learn it. Well, that may sound okay. Yeah, yeah, right. The most playing is going to leave the best results. But after the first day, your fingers are all cramped up and you can't play for the next couple of days. And now you hate the piano. And that's kind of where you're at with your weight loss is that you keep going back to this diet mentality of the all or nothing. And at this point, you've done it so many times that you hate doing it, right? It's difficult, it's hard. Um, you can't stick with it, so you associate it with failure. And even if you lose the weight, even if magically once in a while you're able to lose some weight with it, you typically are putting the weight back on. Why? Because you can't keep it up. And so right off the bat, if you really zoom out a little bit and look at this, you are consistently setting yourself up for failure with your weight loss because you are consistently doing the things that you failed with previously, you know? And there's this saying that um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And there aren't too many areas where that's more true than weight loss, right? I mean, there's very few areas of life where you see the same person, people doing the exact same thing. I mean, how many times have you all tried Weight Watchers? How many times have you tried to get back on your keto plan? 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy when you step back and look at it. Now, of course, when you're in it, you know, it, it's it's hard to notice that, but which is really so much of what I do here for free. Like, I, I do these things because, again, weight loss for me is a, is a mission. It's life or death. My dad died at 54 of a heart attack, so that really set me on this path. But to me, it's not just about looking better in a bathing suit. It's really about how long you're going to live on Earth and the quality of your life during those years. So, you know, I dedicate myself to doing these lives, to giving a lot of free stuff away, just to kind of open your eyes up to some of the more common reasons you're struggling. Because I know that you have internalized the idea and the belief that there's something wrong with you. That the reason you can't lose weight is that you don't have the willpower, or that you're a, an overeater, or addicted to food, or a sweetaholic. And I can almost guarantee that's not the main reason. You know, I, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally, 30 years personally. And um, I can guarantee you that the, the main reason you're struggling to lose weight is not that you can't do it. It's that you literally have no strategy. You think a meal plan is a strategy, and I'm here to tell you it's a tactic. Okay, because if you could, if we could take every diet and put it into one container and workouts as well for this reason, one way they're all exactly the same and why you're never going to get the results you want with a diet is that they're just saying, okay, here's your meal plan. Now, never mind the fact that the meal plan is not built for you anyways, right? Which is a whole weird thing in and of itself. The idea that someone's just going to give you a meal plan, you're going to follow it perfectly when it's not built for you. It's not, doesn't take you into account in any way. You're just going to force yourself to do it. It's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. But that's what you've been conditioned to think is, is the way you do it. And so you, you try and do this, this meal plan um, that's not built for you. And, and just to point out how ridiculous that is, would you let me, someone who you don't know, doesn't know you, just tell you how to dress, what movies to watch, what music to listen to? No, right? Because <laughs> you're a unique human being who has their own flavors and you know things you like, lifestyles, preferences, all this stuff, right? So why would it be any different than with a meal plan? However, that's what you think. You think you're going to get this magical meal plan that's just going to change everything instantly, tell you what to do, and you're just going to follow it until you get your weight loss goal, you know? And um, I don't, I understand it because literally you're in a diet hypnosis. You're in a a perpetual hypnotic trance that was implanted there by the diets because you think some magical Monday is going to show up. Now, this week's a wash, right? Right. Why? Because the week started on Tuesday. If you're in America, who the hell's going to start their weight loss plan on a Tuesday, right? I'll oh, wait till next Monday. I'll take a week to get myself ready. But what's going to happen next Monday? Really? You're going to set off with the intention to no sugar today, no carbs today, 1200 calories, whatever the idea is. And then you're going to bounce up against that magical moment that you never identify, which is that you want to lose weight. You want to eat better. And there is some part of you that compels you to eat the wrong food. What's going on there? Do you know what I mean? Like if you, you never step back and think about this because you think the only thing you need is the plan and then you're going to force yourself to follow it with your willpower. It hasn't worked in decades and yet you have some magical belief that somewhere in the future it's magically going to start working. You're magically going to turn into a person that can just follow the meal plan perfectly. Why? What, what would change? You know? And so... I know that you're probably in a state where you feel apathetic. You've tried every diet. I've tried everything and I can't get the results I want. And so it's natural to say there's something wrong with me. But I'm sitting here telling you, have you ever learned how to influence your mindset? Have you ever learned how to strategically manipulate your lifestyle so it supports you in mastering your weight once and for all? I already know those answers because I've done this for so long. And so this isn't to call you out and make you feel bad. It's to excite you and fill you with hope that there's lots of answers that you just have not been aware of 
and you just keep cycling through the diets. But the diets don't matter. It does not matter because there is no diet in the world that's going to get you the results you want because the diet is just a tactic. You want to know how else to look at diets? They're marketing exercises. They know that they're appealing to people that are overwhelmed, overworked, tired, frustrated, exhausted. And so every single diet is built around the one thing strategy, right? And the one thing strategy says every single diet, it's all just about one thing, right? Keto, just stop eating carbs. Weight Watchers, just count your points. Intermittent fasting, just don't eat for 16 hours, right? And it goes on and on. You'll be hard pressed to find a, um, you know, something that doesn't fall into that pattern. And again, conceptually, the one thing is very simple and understand. For overwhelmed people that they're appealing to, that's perfect. Oh, carbs? I could stop eating carbs. Until you go to do it and you realize all you eat is carbs. And what it really means is I need to completely change how I eat. Woof. Well, now that's a little more overwhelming, but that's the reality. That's the real thing you're doing. You're transforming your automated behaviors. And that is why you've struggled so much to lose weight. Because the problem is not knowing what to do. The problem is getting yourself to do it consistently. And you have zero strategy to do that other than willpower. You've got willpower to force yourself to do it. It works for a couple days, a couple weeks, occasionally a couple months. But you always end up with the same problem that you revert back to your automatic behaviors. Now, why is that? Well, because your automatic behaviors are really subconscious programs that are just running automatically. Brushing your teeth is one of them. That's a good one, right? But that's one you weren't born with. You trained it into yourself, and now you just brush your teeth on autopilot at certain times of the day without thinking about it. Well, guess what? Your eating's the exact same thing. And you're not approaching your weight loss with the right focus, right? You, you think you just need another plan. You need to know what to do. And I'm telling you that that's a tiny, tiny fraction of the problem. The problem is you have no idea how to change your behaviors long term. Changing, going on a diet, a more accurate way to think about it, that you're never thinking about it like this, but a more accurate way to think about going on a diet is like deciding, okay, tomorrow I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand, and I'm going to write and eat with my other hand. Now you're more in the realm of what weight loss, why it's really hard, because now you have to consciously do all those things, right? If you're going to brush your teeth, you can brush your teeth with your other hand. You can do it. But it's a slow, do it today. I want, you to, I want you to experiment with this. Brush your teeth with your hand. What you're going to find is you're jabbing your cheek. You're missing teeth. It feels weird. It takes lots of energy, right? Because now you're doing it consciously as opposed to on autopilot. And so it takes a lot more energy. It's tiring. You just want to use the other hand and get it. You know, it's, uh, it feels weird. And if you did that with the mouse, again, you could use the mouse with the other hand, but it's tiring. It's not automatic. You could eat with your other hand, but it's tiring. And by the end of the day, you're like, oh, I just want to go back to eating normal. I just want to go back to brush my teeth normal. And that is the big problem you're having with your weight loss. It's not that you don't want to lose weight. It's not that you don't understand what you should do. It's that you have no clue how to install new automated behaviors so that you automatically make healthier choices, so that you automatically reduce your cravings for unhealthy foods. You have no strategy at all to do that the only thing you're relying on is the meal plan and your willpower to follow it your willpower is your only strategy you have to change your behaviors you're not built that way your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process anatomically your prefrontal cortex is about 10 percent of your brain you're not designed to be conscious every moment of the day right imagine just for a moment imagine for a moment if you had to remember to breathe all day long something really important. We'd probably all be dead, right? Because we're not built to remember these types of things. We're built to be on autopilot. 
And once you understand that, now you can approach your weight loss completely different and get completely different results. But to do it all or nothing rarely works. Um, if you all have questions, feel free to ask. I'm going to get to those right now. Um, let's get caught up there for a second, <laughs> as I sometimes do. Right? And if they do work, they're short-term since there's no mindset shift. Exactly, Alex. That's right. Um, yeah, but if you have any questions, and again, there's no dumb questions. They're really not. I mean, my goal here, really, during these, I just want to point out a different way for you. You know, I feel so bad for people struggling with the weight. Um, listen, I'm not saying, what I'm saying, program yourself then. I'm not saying it's like the easy, there's, it's not a magic pill. But what I am saying is it's a, it's an approach to weight mastery that makes a lot of sense. You, you know what I mean? So whether it's working or not, at least you understand why. Right with dieting right now, you have no, you have no idea. It's it's just all of a sudden you're motivated. The, the only times you ever got a result, all of a sudden you're motivated and you're doing it, and then you keep trying to get back there, but you have no ability to kind of. You don't know how to impact your motivation. You don't know how to impact your habits in a real strategic way. You have no idea how to deal with your emotions, which makes emotional eating really difficult to to solve. You know, and so you're not you don't have any real understanding of the nuts and bolts that are driving your behaviors ultimately. And without understanding that, how are you going to change your weight? Because ultimately your weight is, is a physical projection of your mental self, of how you think, of how you respond, what you know, what you do, okay? And until you change those things, you're never going to change your weight long-term. Again, you can change it for a little while. You can fight against it, but you're always going to revert back to what's automatic. And until you learn how to change what's automatic, again, I, and I, I, listen, I didn't come up with this. I, this whole thing, Program Yourself, then started by studying people. I began interviewing people who had lost weight and kept it off for a couple of years. And I began to spit, what did you do? Not just what did you eat, what did you exercise? How did you change your thinking? How did you go from being overweight and struggling to eat healthy and, and do live that lifestyle to becoming this, literal, to, to really internalizing it, to becoming this person inside and out who's in control of their weight and healthy and happy? And that was the biggest difference, you know? Right away, you realize the difference. It's, it's so obvious when you start speaking to someone who has made this transformation. Because what most of your most of your weight loss um, strategy is coming from people that are struggling with weight loss, you know, it, it, that, that's America's echo chamber of people struggling to lose weight that are all telling you what to do. Oh, you got to do keto. I lost five pounds this week. Okay, well, where are you going to be at next month? You know, you've got to wake yourself up from, you know, like a dieter gets so entranced by hearing someone lost. Well, what would you do? What would you do? You know, and we just want to hear like some magic thing instead of just figuring out for yourself, what can you do to master your weight once and for all? This is our question. And says eating when I'm bored is what I'm working on now. I've lost 55 pounds since December 22. That's awesome. That's great job. Great job. That's funny. I know, I know an Ann who just lost 54 pounds in the program. She started right on the same time. Okay. So let me talk about eating when you're bored for a second. Um, and I'll just talk about emotional eating just in general. And I want to use this as an example to explain a different approach in context. So typically someone, listen, ultimately all eating issues are emotional eating issues because if you only ate when you were truly needed nourishment and, and you know, had to nourish yourself and then you stopped, you would be your natural weight. So really all weight issues ultimately come down to emotional eating. So what most people try and do is they recognize their emotional eating on boredom eating and they try and just stop it. And they never seek to understand what's going on on a deeper level. What's going on on a deeper level is you're using the eating to satisfy your emotional needs, you know? And so you're bored and you're eating to distract yourself from being bored or to entertain yourself for a little while so you don't feel bored. Either way, you're not really dealing with the core problem. And so the, another way to approach emotional eating is not to try and stop yourself first. 
is to understand what emotions you're eating for. And you're going to notice you can have different emotional eating patterns. Sometimes you might eat because you're bored. Sometimes you might eat because you're stressed or sad or lonely. So once you understand the specifics of why you're eating emotionally, you can begin asking the question, how can I entertain myself in ways that have nothing to do with food? How can I feel more connected to people if you feel lonely? How can I feel happier? How can I relax in ways that doesn't involve food at all? That's just naturally more relaxing. And once you come up with those answers, that's how you approach that, you know, finding a solution, I would suggest. Um, yeah, great accomplishment too. 55 pounds is great. So that's great. Chuck Stewart, thanks, Jim. I went to Aruba for a week, had a great time. I used a moderation and got right back on track when I got home. Chuck, that's awesome. That's what I'm talking about, right? That's the key thing, all right? That's the that's the secret. And that's how you know. That's how, like, again, um, oh, okay, Karen, your program's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Karen just joined uh, the, the program, and it is amazing. Uh, one of the most unique uh, approaches to weight loss you'll ever see. And, again, it really is because of this, this subconscious... Uh, this subconscious approach to mastering your weight, uh, which for most people is very unique. You know, you've never done this. And um, it's kind of that, you know, people, because listen, if you're all out there and you're saying like, well, I've tried every, I've done everything to lose weight. uh, So I've done everything to lose weight. Nothing works. You know, if you're saying that, I just want to make sure, have you tried a mindset approach? Like a real mindset approach. I'm not talking about like Weight Watchers, talking about mindfulness, which means nothing. You know, it really doesn't. You know, quieting your mind, you know, five minutes of meditation occasionally isn't going to do shit, you know. Um, it doesn't hurt. I'm, I'm not saying it hurts, but it's not It's not an answer. And I think sometimes lifestyle change and mindset change have become these buzzwords with no meaning behind them, you know. And I will let you know. I'll, let me give it some meaning just to kind of put some context to this. That uh, mindset, right, what do we mean when you say mindset, you know. So in Program Yourself, then it's specifically six categories we take you through. It is how to motivate yourself. You know, that's the first step of real weight loss is to motivate yourself. If you're not losing weight, it's most likely because you're not really motivated to lose weight. Just because you think about losing weight and you wish you'd lose weight doesn't mean you want to. Those are two totally different things. And you might be tricking yourself thinking you're motivated when you're actually just kind of fantasize about wish you would. Okay. Um, the second thing is that, uh, so, so we've got motivation. Uh, we've got your self-image, right? Again, if you're not taking into account your identity, your self-image in this process, uh you're going to have a tough time. Again, your weight really is a physical projection of your mental self. If you're overweight, you think of yourself as an overweight person. That's how you identify in the world as an overweight person. You don't like being overweight. But you got to admit you're familiar with it. You're comfortable with being an overweight person in this world, right? You know how to do it comfortably. And all of a sudden becoming a thin, healthy person, it changes things. It's going to change your relationships. I'm not here to scare you, but I need to point out the subconscious fears you have about losing weight because they're probably contributing to you not losing weight. Okay, so we got we got to aim at the self-image right right from the beginning. Um, so we got motivation, uh, your self-image, habits, having a, a neuroscientific approach to really mastering your habits instead of just trying to change them all at once. Right, that's helpful. Uh, emotions, again, this one's so important to have its own level. But how to deal with emotions, how to feel the emotions you want, how to deal with the emotions you don't want to feel, uh, all of these things, you know, are really important to know, as you can imagine. Uh, how to think like a thin person, literally the nuts and bolts. How do you think like a thin person? You probably don't know. You know, and so if you want to learn it, uh, that's helpful too. Uh, and then, you know, maintenance, you know, maintaining your success. Uh, not once you achieve it, maintaining, maintain, having maintenance strategies from day one to day two, week one to week two, month one to month two. Do you have any? Or are you just relying on that initial burst of motivation because you hate how you look? And you're probably going to be enough. 
you know? So I would say, people, listen, if, you, if you're here, um, watch this right now and you're not on my email list, go do that, okay? Go get on my email list because I give you a free hypnosis session. And uh, it's really important that you get this, I think. Uh, if you're struggling with your weight, you know, it's free. It's a, the new Thin Me. It's a weight loss kickstart session. Help you clarify what your goal is and connect to it. You'll feel a genuine sense of motivation that's going to impact how you eat. It's one of the easiest ways I've ever seen to, to really master your weight. And I give you a training, three steps to master your weight, um, break out the whole system for you. You know, it's about a half hour. So if you're really serious about losing weight, that, that's what you do. But, you know, take you about a 20 seconds. <laughs> but again, this is always a good litmus test to see if you are actually motivated. You know what I mean? Are you motivated? Because this is, this is free. Uh, Alicia says, I love your method. It's truly the permanent way to keep slim. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate you saying that. Um, Carmen, you've helped me by staying, create habits and act as though you are at your goal weight. Yes, exactly. Um, acting as if is one of the most powerful things you can do with change. Listen, I call myself, I mean, I'm a hypnotist. I'm an NLP practitioner, but really that's not enough, okay, for me to help people. I'm also a coach. I like to think of myself as a weight mastery coach, but what that really means, what really is the thing between you, if you're, if you're overweight and stuck right now, the difference between you being where you're at now to being in control of your weight really comes down to your ability to influence your behaviors, right? That's the number one thing. Now, listen, if I, if I threw you in a jail cell and I controlled what you put into your body for the next month, I could make you lose weight. I'd just give you a certain diet and you would lose weight, okay? But the problem is you're, you're not in a prison cell. Like you, you get to make your own choices. So ultimately it comes down to your ability to influence your behavior. Can you control what you're reading, how you're living, how you're thinking, how you're feeling? And probably not. And the main reason why is because you have never learned any of this stuff. I never learned this stuff. I had to go out and learn it. I work with very smart, successful people all week long. It has nothing to do with their intelligence. It has to do with the fact that this information is really not out there. The information about weight loss that's out there is diets, diets and workouts. And it's the same story. Again, you've got to look through diets. They're all the same. So what? What they say, <laughs> what they're the same with is they give you the plan and then you're just on your own trying to follow it. Has this not been your experience that you've tried a bunch of different plans, but they're all the same because the same problem presents itself that you can't stick to any of them long enough. Listen, all the, plan, all the plans work. Every weight loss plan works if you follow it. They've done the tests on this. They just did a huge test on low fat versus low carb. You're never going to believe it. They all the same. The results were the same for people that followed them. So, so it's not, you're spending all your time thinking about waiting for the perfect plan to arrive. And next thing you know, you're going to be 90 years old. You, you know what I mean? You've got to start today. And again, well, program yourself then. I mean, I don't want to sit here, you know, I'll concede like, but... I will say where I'm different than a lot of weight loss solutions out there is that mine is as practical as you're going to get. I work with real people day in and day out, not telling them what to do, you know, because listen, you go see a dietitian and nutritionist. I'm not saying there's not a place for them. They obviously offer a value, but that's not going to change your weight because don't tell me you don't know what to eat. Don't tell me you don't know what you shouldn't eat if you want to lose weight. You do. So you can go get the perfect nutritionist plan, the perfect diet plan, the problem is, here we are, it's Monday, time to follow it. Okay, doing all right now. Oh, shit, here comes Monday afternoon. Oh, shit, here comes Monday night. Oh, made it. Okay, well, here comes Tuesday. <laughs> here comes Tuesday afternoon. Okay, I made it all week. Okay, great, well, here comes Friday night. 
Oh God, here comes Saturday. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, are you telling me that's not the problem? Do you know what I mean? It wasn't the plan. It's never the plan. You know, it, the, the problem is you have no strategy. No. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. That's a cool. I've never seen that one. Um, you, you have no plan for how to influence your thinking. You know what your problem is? Like, like your big problem, I'm telling you this, you approach weight loss with an all or nothing mindset and like a dieter and you start your plan with an all or nothing, right? You start out perfect. And at some point you make some little slip up or mistake and it feels catastrophic and you get that negative voice in your head just beating you up and at this point if you're struggling if you feel stuck it's because you can't any little mistake you make that voice just tears you apart makes you feel horrible that's the pattern you're probably stuck in now so it doesn't matter you know there's no diet plan that can come you know because ultimately the same problem presents itself that you can't change your behaviors long term and this is, I'm, I'm telling you, you're approaching it 100% wrong. You're trying to use willpower to control everything. You're not, you're not built that way. You know, you're just not. It's, uh, it, it's, you're built to be on autopilot. Do you not know that? You don't. You, you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is your prefrontal cortex. is the part of your mind that's aware, logical, knows you're listening to me right now, knows why you want to lose weight, why you should lose weight, what you should do to lose weight. And that's the part of your mind that tries to get you to do the things to get you to lose weight. But then there's your subconscious mind. This is the 90% of your brain anatomically. It's the part of your brain that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And it just runs on autopilot. It's the powerful part. It's the part of your mind. You know, they say like, you could ride a bike, learn how to ride it. 20 years later, you don't ride a bike for 20 years. 20 years later, you get on it, you just ride it. Well, how's that happening? Right? That's your subconscious mind. When you're learning how to ride the bike, that's your conscious mind. Okay, pedal, put down, steer, da, da, da. you're trying to figure it all out. It's overwhelming. And what, when do we, what's that line we cross when all of a sudden we know how to do something? You know, to me, it's like, it's once your subconscious mind understands how to do it and can do it automatically now, okay? Reading and writing, you spent years learning how to do it, painless, you know, painstakingly practicing every little scratch you made to make a letter, putting them together, you know? And now you can do it on autopilot. To bring the point home, information does not equal behavior. And you're trapped in this mind, so you think that you're waiting for that perfect diet to give you the information so you know what to do. But if that was true, you would be able to write with the other hand. And you can't. You know everything there is to know about writing. You, you think you need to read a book about how to write with my left hand and then you do not, you do not to do it? Did you just need the information? No. You need the practice. If you wanted to write with the other hand, you would need to practice it. You know everything to do. You don't need a book about how to write. You just need to practice with the other hand. So here we bring this into weight loss and you're acting like you just need some more information. And that's going to change everything. And you're caught in this loop because I know the main conversation you're having in your head. I don't even know you and I know what you think about all day long. You know what you think about? What the fuck's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why do I keep eating like shit? Why can't I eat right? Why can't I lose weight? Why do I keep screwing up? Is that not what you're thinking about all day long? Right? You're obsessed with the problem and you think you're obsessively mulling it over because I know if you're even listening to this, you're an overthinker. Because that, that's the one thing I would say in my pro, and I'm an overthinker, right? And a, and a perfectionist recovering, okay? But there's a good chance if you're watching this now, because people that aren't overthinkers just kind of scroll through. I talk too much. <laughs> and so overthinkers, they're like, oh, okay, he's talking like I think. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, okay, and, and, you, and you hear it. But overthinking is not a good or bad thing. 
It's just a thing. What is going to dictate your results is what you're thinking about. And what you're thinking about is the problems. You're constantly obsessed with why you're not getting the results you want. And you don't realize it, but that's literally manifesting more shitty results for you. Because you're constantly thinking about the reasons why you can't stick to a plan, why you can't lose the weight, why you keep screwing up. And what you don't realize is that your subconscious mind does not understand negatives, right? If I tell you not to think about a banana, what are you thinking about? Yeah, because your subconscious mind needs to make sense of what the word banana means. So your visual cortex lights up a vision of a banana, you know? And so every time you're like, oh my God, why did I overeat? Why do I keep overeating? Well, guess what you're thinking about all the times you overeat? And that you are locked up in that neurology. You Every time you're thinking about trying to find the answer, thinking it's going to lead somewhere great, what you're actually doing is you're strengthening the neural circuits and muscle memory of doing that behavior of overeating, eating the sugar, eating the bullshit, all that. And you're stuck in that loop. I know, I know right now you're stuck in that loop. You are obsessively thinking about your weight and why you can't do it. And you're sticking in the exact same weight. And it's, it's, you're flummoxed because you're like, you look at other areas of your life and you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm focused, I'm motivated, I'm ambitious, I'm action driven, I got willpower, you know, taking care of my kids, being professional there. And then when it comes to my weight, I got like none of those skills. Does that make any sense? You know, again, it's a, it's a form of hypnosis, but we'll, we won't go into that right now. And so um, the answer is not out there, like just like some magical meal plan that's gonna exist out there is, is soon to come. Um, what it is, is it's getting in the game now. It's the process, you know, I started this call talking about all or nothing thinking. You want to replace that with all or something thinking. You want to adopt the 1% better a day mindset. That's how you're going to master your weight. Which, by the way, let me just make that clear. Stop fucking focusing on losing weight. You don't want to lose weight. You've lost weight in the past and then put it back on. Are you really happy that you lost that weight? No, you're pissed that you put the weight back on. But it's because you think like a dieter and a dieter is only obsessed with just losing weight. That's the dieter's mantra. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Okay, well then what? Jim, don't harsh my vibe, man. Come on, get out of here. I just want to think about losing weight and then I'll figure it out. Well, what's happened the last time you lost weight? Did you figure it out? No. What happens to anyone when they lose the weight? Did they figure it out? Nope, not 95% of the time. They never figure it out because all most people have an overweight mindset. They think like an overweight person. If you're struggling with your weight and you're overweight right now, that's where you're at. Or they think about, they think like a dieter, right? They think like a dieter. You shift. You, you're overweight thinking most of the time. That's your nothing mindset, right? Or we're talking about all or something, right? Your, your nothing is your, your overweight mindset when you're just eating, not thinking about it. Well, you're thinking about it, but you're just ignoring it. And then you have your dieter mindset when also, okay, that's it. I'm going to do everything perfect. Diet or an overweight, diet or an overweight, you know, and just flip flop between them. You don't know how to think like a thin and healthy person. That's the problem. And so when do you ever get to practice thinking like a thin and healthy person? Well, you think it's going to be when you lose the weight. And I'm here to tell you, and again, I'm not doing this to be, I'm not the bearer of bad tidings. I'm here to help you out. Um, you know, it's not the bearer of bad tidings for you. It's the fact that, uh, you know, you're not aware of these things. And if you're not aware of something is wrong, you can't fix it. You know, but I'm here to tell you that you never get to practice thinking like a thin and healthy person. You don't even have any clue where to start because you think you, and it's not even true, but you think once I lose the weight, then I'll start on that path. No, no, no. You need to start the path right now and then start getting better, better at it day after day. There's a saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. So it's like, I want you to expand your time frame. Stop thinking about how much weight you can lose this month by the end of the year. Start thinking about where you can be next year at this time. 
That's how you set yourself up for success. So getting back to the not, you don't want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. Your subconscious mind you is very literal. You have got to be very specific about what your goal is. And you have got to change that goal. Unless you want to lose weight and then put it back on. You know, or you want to lose weight and then I'm, this time I'm magically going to figure it out. I mean, one of the few. Fine. <laughs> have at it. But if you, if I say this, which do you want more? Do you want to lose weight? Or do you want to get back to your goal weight and live the rest of your life down near autopilot? That's a more specific goal that your mind's like, oh, that's what I want. And the goal we set right at the beginning of the path is going to dictate a lot, okay? And if you just keep telling yourself, I just want to lose weight. I know that's your mantra. I know you think that a million times. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Because when you say, I just want to lose the weight, well, then you just do crazy shit. Who cares? Water fast, 1,200 calories, no carbs, nothing. I just want to lose the weight. I don't care. Well, how, are you enjoying your quality of life? No, I hate it, but I'm losing weight. Okay, great. Well, how long do you think that's going to last for? Because if all that mattered was losing the weight, you wouldn't be in this problem in the first place. The weight loss is just a means to an end. And if you lose the weight in a way that you hate, guess what? You're going to put the weight back on because you're not going to do that. You, your goal weight should be the weight that gives you the best quality of life. And you have to understand your weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You can't just pick some low weight that you weigh when you're 20 or when you got married or when you were successful on Weight Watchers. You got to pick the weight that you're willing to live at. Most people, I, when I first start working with them, smart, intelligent people, they're picking a weight down here and they're not willing to live and eat at that level. So they got a weight, they got a goal weight down here and they got a, an acceptable way of eating and living that they're willing to do is up here. And that's the, that's the first incongruence most people have. It's a mismatch. Creates this ambivalence. That's part of why you're stuck right now. You're not willing to do the things that are going to get you that goal weight because your goal weight's probably too low. And not only that, probably has no meaning. Oh, I just want to look better. I want to look like when I was looking when I was 20. Well, you're not gonna. Sorry. Again, I'm not here to be an asshole. I'm just here to kind of get you clear so you can get the results that you deserve and that you can get. You know what I mean? Like you're just obsessed in this fantasy land of um, some magical diet and you're gonna lose all the weight by the end of the year or the next couple of months. And, you know, it, it's just, it doesn't work, you know, obviously. And it's not because you're broken. It's because your strategy, you have no strategy. The diet is not a strategy. The diets are tactics. Okay? They just tell you what to do and it's left up to you. Happily ever laughed. I said, you're right. Thank you. Um, so true. Yep. This shit's true, right? <laughs> Happily ever laughed. I says, I'm aware yet I'm still eating. Yeah, of course you're still eating. Because most people, right? So I talk about the weight mastery pyramid. I cannot wait. Listen, please, folks, if you have not gotten on my email list, please get on it. it it's just a bunch of free stuff I'm giving you. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, you know, you just, you know, as they say, right? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I, I mean, it, that is, that's, that's not just about horses and water. It, it's human beings. And it's like, I got this, like, man, does it work for everyone? I'm not going to say it works for everyone. Okay. But to find out is absolutely free. I give you a free hypnosis session. It's a kickstart session. The new thin me. Have you connected to what your goal is? Like, I know you want to lose weight. I know you want to lose weight. And I know you keep saying the same number over and over. I know that. But have you ever taken a second? To say, okay, what's my goal here? Okay, X amount of pounds. Okay. And by the way, stop saying I want to lose X amount of pounds and start saying I want to be X amount of pounds. They're two totally different things. When you say you want to lose X amount of pounds, you're referencing your overweight self. And when you say I want to be X amount of pounds, you're referencing your ideal goal weight self. So have you ever taken a second, relaxed yourself? Okay, and relaxing yourself is very important because you think completely different when you're stressed out and tense and when you're relaxed. Okay. Have you ever taken a second to relax, calm down, and say, okay, what weight do I want to live at? Okay, X amount of pounds. <sighs> How would that feel? What would it be like if I woke up tomorrow morning at that weight? Oh, 
the physical, mental, and emotional freedom and experience of living at my goal weight. What would it feel like? This is part of motivating yourself. You're not motivated to lose weight. That's your first challenge. The first hurdle you got to overcome is to get motivated. You're not motivated. Wishing you'd lose weight is not wanting to lose weight. Your motivation to lose weight right now is trash. What do you, how much do you think you want to lose weight? What's your motivation on a scale of one to 10? 10 being the most. How motivated are you to lose weight? Write it in if you want. I would love to see what people, I always love asking this question. Right? How, how, what weight? What, what level of motivation do you think you're at? Because it's, okay, a seven, right? A seven. Right? Seven level of motivation. That's pretty good. Right? And seven's high enough to say, oh, what the hell? I, I really want to lose weight. Why am I not losing weight? Right? But I want you all to think of a number. You don't have to write it in if you don't want to write it in. But this is really important. Because you think you're super motivated to lose weight when I believe you're not. Because let's do it through a thought experiment. So you think you're a seven right now. Why don't you think about what that means? Okay? Now let's imagine this is, this is a thought experiment. Don't, don't think this isn't real. But let's imagine the person in your life that you love the most gets kidnapped. And the kidnapper says, if you don't lose weight in the next month, you're never going to see that person again. Okay. In that scenario, what's your motivation? It's 10, right? Now, even if that kidnapper says, I'm going to put all your favorite foods around you all month too. Would it even matter? Would it even matter at all? Because with that level of 10 motivation, why would you be so motivated? You want to get the person back. You're so focused on the goal. You're so congruent about getting that person back in your life that now all of a sudden the food just almost disappears from your awareness. Put it around my house. I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it because I want that person back so badly. That's, a, that's the congruency. When you're truly motivated, this whole process becomes a lot easier. You know? But you're probably not motivated. You know, and so again, now, now that you see what a 10 feels like, are you even at a seven? Maybe you are. Again, it's not for me to say, it's for you to recognize. Because I'm a big believer that awareness precedes change. And I think when I always work with my clients with, it's not about just changing your behavior. It's first about, let's just recognize why the behavior is there. Let's understand it. Because the more you understand why these behaviors are there that are keeping you overweight, the more you can find genuine, real solutions to resolve them for good. And I can tell you part of your issue is you're not motivated. This is why we program yourself in the mindset section. The very first thing we go through is the motive is motivation. You've got to be motivated and it's not that hard to do, but what's your motivation? I already know what your motivation is. Your motivation, like the motivation that actually triggers you to do something. Anytime, if you reflect on your weight loss experiences in the past, times when you've actually done something and lo even lost a little bit of weight, I can almost guarantee it was triggered by some spontaneous pain-based event. You stepped on the scale and you got really upset with how high it was. You saw a picture of yourself. You put some clothes on that you swore would always fit. They don't fit you now. Um, someone said some shitty thing to you about your weight. You got to go see the doctor. Something happened that triggered you to feel really upset about your weight. You had to face it. And now you got really upset, really emotional. And now you say, okay, I'm just going to, I got to do this. You pick the most extreme plan you can. You do it for a little bit. And then you go back to what you always do. Right? This is the pattern because that's not real motivation. That's just pain-based motivation. You need pain and pleasure for real motivation. Pain's good for making a decision and pleasure is good for carrying it out. And what you've been doing is relying almost exclusively on the pain. So back to the new thin me session, right? It's free. You go, you click a link, you answer four questions so I can customize it for you. And you take 10 minutes and listen to the session. Well, why does it help? Why does hypnosis work? 
Well, there's no magic going on. I want to dispel that idea. We're in states of hypnosis all the time. It's not whether you can or can't be hypnotized. Everyone is hypnotized. Every time you're watching a movie or a TV show, you're in a state of hypnosis. You're in a relaxed, passive state where you're just absorbing what's being fed into you and you're experiencing it vicariously. If you watch a horror movie, you're nervous. If you watch sports, you're releasing adrenaline. If you watch a comedy, you're laughing and you have feel-good chemicals flowing through your body. So this imagination... You know, that this thing you're watching on a screen and with sound is triggering your imagination to have a real physiological response and experience. So hypnosis is real. It's just about do you know how to use it? So if you go to my bio and click the link and get the hypnosis session, you take 10 minutes and you listen to a session that connects you to your goal. How would it feel for you to live at your goal weight? You have no idea. I know this because you always think about how much you hate being overweight, but you never spend any time thinking about how amazing it would feel to be at your goal weight, at best you have some vague image in your mind of what you would look like, which is the shittiest form of motivation. What really triggers real deep motivation is feeling. That's why the only times you've ever lost weight in the past is some pain-based motivation. Sometimes it's pleasure. You got the wedding coming up and you want to look good. You got the reunion coming up. You want to look good. That's a pleasure-based motivation. Very powerful. But if you don't have that experience or that situation coming up, then you have no control over it. So understanding how to manipulate pain and pleasure is the core of understanding how to keep yourself wildly motivated. And once you're, I'm wildly motivated to master my weight. I've got the pain of, I don't want to die at 54 of my father, like my father did um, of a heart attack. So I'm very motivated by that pain. But your brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism, so you can't stay in the pain. This is why the diets don't work. Your brain says, fuck it. I don't care if I'm at my goal weight. This is a miserable, shitty way to live my life and I don't want to do it. Right? <laughs> why do you think you stopped the plan when you lost weight? It's not rocket science. You're just not conditioned to think about it in this way. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Well, that's not true. You can go back into trance pretty easy, actually. But um, So we can use the pain as part of it, but... It's about consistently conditioning yourself to want the pleasure of living as this version of you. So I would say you got to take your weight loss rapid and personal development. We need more reasons why you want to lose the weight. Just wanting to look different is not enough. I know you think it should be. I know you think it is. Well, if you think it is, all you have to do is look at your results. If just focusing on wanting to look better and you believe that's, that should be enough motivation, I'm just obsessed with wanting to look better, but you haven't lost weight in a year, two years, five years, then I got news for you. That's not enough motivation. It's, it's simple, okay? And so what do you add to it? Well, you start realizing that your weight is impacting every area of your life, not because of how you look. The diets have conditioned you to think about your weight in terms of what you look like. The diets have conditioned you to approach your weight loss on a superficial level, aesthetically, how you look. And your motivation is superficial. You need to deepen your motivation by realizing the truth that your weight is directly impacting all the areas of your life that are important to you your relationships with your kids, with your partner, your ability to thrive at work, your ability to be happy. Not because of how you look, but because your weight is directly impacting what you're thinking about all day, how you're feeling, and how you feel physically. And so you want to start connecting to you at your goal weight. Take a moment now. Don't even close your eyes. Don't even do the hypnosis piece. But what would it feel like to wake up tomorrow morning at your goal weight? What would it feel like to... And I... I use tomorrow morning. I know you can't wake up tomorrow morning at your goal weight. I, I'm not, I know that. But you know what tomorrow is going to be because all of us humans pre-program our lives. 
if you're really honest, you know exactly how tomorrow's going to go. You know when you're going to wake up. You know where you're going to be. You know what you're going to eat. Good and bad, if you're really honest. You know? We pre-program ourselves. We do what we did. And so I go into tomorrow morning because you already have a good idea how tomorrow's going to go. It's very clear in your mind. And so what we want to do is we want to use that awareness. You've already got a preset frame for how tomorrow's going to go. And now we just want to change one thing. What if you were at your goal weight? I know it can't happen actually tomorrow, but it can happen. And so by imagining it tomorrow, it's very contextually comfortable. Your brain loves it. And so now you can imagine tomorrow at your goal weight as the person you want to be, as the person you want to be. Do you hear that part? It's not just enough to look a certain way. You've got to stop thinking about your weight loss just superficially. I'm going to say it one more fucking time because this is just people in this trance. I just want to look better. I just want to look better. I just want to lose weight. I just want to look better. I want to wear that dress. I want to be into it. I just want to look better. I want to look better. It's not your fault. Millions of millions of diet ads always focus on the before and after picture, the visuals of it. Yeah, I want to be healthy too, but I want to look better. I want to look better. I get it. I get it. You could still want to look better too, by the way. But let's bring some real substance into this. And the, the lucky thing is, it ain't hard. I'm not bullshitting. You got the truth on your side. Do you not think how you're eating and living your life is going to directly impact how long you're alive? The quality of your life during those years don't pull that shit on me. Those are the worst fucking years. Please don't do that to me. I've got old people around me. None of them want to get out of here any quicker. I promise you that. They all regret that they wouldn't take better care of their bodies. Stop that shit. <laughs> you're going to want to be live as long as you can and you're going to want to be as involved and engaged and independent and flexible and strong and mobile as long as you can. And when you start getting your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, your weight loss goals shift from what you look like to functionality. You should start making that shift now, focusing on the functionality, physical functionality, mental functionality, emotional functionality. Thank you for that heart. Emotional functionality is the one I like to focus on in a mental one, not just a physical one. Okay. And what I mean by that is when you imagine yourself at your goal weight, one of the things you never take into account is the beautiful, beautiful mindset you get to live in where you don't have to think about that shit anymore. You free up so much energy once you truly master your weight. You don't have to feel bad about yourself. You don't have to feel less about yourself. You don't have to put yourself down. You don't have to worry about your weight and the impacts it's going to have on you. You don't have to feel like you're you know, less than. Um, that all goes away. You know, and living in that headspace for your life, that's what I want you to focus on. Not just looking better. I'm telling you, don't give a shit what you look like. You don't give a fuck. If you, I know that's all you think about. With what comes to weight loss, everyone's just thinking about they want to look better and no one's losing weight. So it's like, at what point do you realize that's not enough motivation? You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're focusing on that and you're missing the big story. The big story is obsessively thinking about weight and feeling like shit about yourself for 60 years. You don't think that impacts your relationships? You don't think that impacts your ability to be the parent you want to be? If you always feel like shit about yourself, if you're tired and exhausted from the weight, if you feel bad, if you're putting this shit in your body and you just, you're running, like you got sludge going through you, you got no mobility, you can't get on the floor, you can't move around, you can't hike, you can't go out with the kids, you get winded. You know what I mean? Like that's the stuff. It's painful, I get it, but it's also pleasurable. Again, manipulating pain and pleasure is the core. I mean, that's the first thing I take you through in the program because you've got to master that. Again, the program, there's a, there's a workbook you fill out. There's three blueprints, three weight mastery blueprints you fill out. Your mindset blueprint, your lifestyle blueprint, your eating blueprint, customized for you. 
But once you have these answers, you all of a sudden have the roadmap. You have the blueprint for how to succeed. How are you going to succeed with your weight loss if you never change your thinking? If you don't know how to motivate yourself? If you don't know how to change your self-image, how you think about yourself? If you don't know how to change your habits, and willpower is not changing your habits. If you don't know how to manage your emotions. If you don't know how to change your thinking. If you don't know how to maintain yourself. How the fuck are you ever going to lose the weight long term? Do you see what I mean? Like the diet is a band-aid at best. It's a temporary shift in how you're eating so you lose weight for a little bit. Has it ever been anything other than that for you? Again, listen, this whole program comes out of people that successfully long-term change their weight. Not people that lost 50 pounds in two months. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And you shouldn't either. You really ought to do that. I'm telling you, it's one of the most freeing things because we see it all the time. You know what I mean? Especially social media, internet. Oh, I lost 30 pounds this month. Oh, God, tell me how you did it. Who gives a shit how they did it? I want to know in two months where they're at. I don't care how someone just lost a bunch of weight in a couple, a little bit of time. This much weight, this much time is like, it's a, a red warning flag for me. I ain't falling for it. I'm not impressed at all. I don't want to hear about someone lost this much weight in this much time. And you shouldn't either. Because you either lose it as quick as possible or as long as possible. There's very rarely something that does both. Very rarely. I rarely see it. If I saw it, I'd be telling you about it. But you tell me. Do you ever see anyone lose it quickly and for good? Pretty rare. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Because the quickest way you can lose weight is the most extreme. The quickest way you can lose weight is to go on a water fast, stop eating, start exercising, um, you know, take laxatives. That's the fastest way to lose weight. Short of chopping a leg off. You know? So let's be honest. That's the fastest way you could lose weight this week, this month. But then again, what's fast? To lose 20 pounds in a month and put it back on the next month? Or to lose 5 pounds a month that, that lasts? That's up for you this time. You know? Karen says, first time ever I want to get to my goal weight. Oh, let me get that. To my goal weight for my health and mobility, not my looks. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yes, exactly, Karen. And it's a game changer because, again, folks, the reason you're struggling to lose weight is you have no motivation. And you have no motivation because you're just trying to base on how you look. I'm not going to get into the neuroscience of why it doesn't work, but you have no you have no mechanisms within yourself, physical mechanisms, that motivate you, that want you to lose weight. We evolved in a food-scarce environment until... 50 years ago, and so we've evolved to have all these mechanisms that drive us to overeat. That's the fucking problem. That's the problem now. It's not that you don't know what to do. It's that once you start eating cookies or thinking about cookies, you can't stop yourself from eating them. And that's all because of how we've evolved. It's dopamine. And so, you know, again, just wanting to look better is not enough. You're not evolved to give a shit about your looks. You understand? We evolved in a food-scarce environment in an environment where there was no mirrors, there was no scales, there was no pictures. How you looked aesthetically was a everyone looked the same <laughs> and everyone looked the same you lived in you lived with people that you were related to that were the same nationality they all ever looked the same you know so how you looked and want to look different that has a low motivation value it's, it's called literally by the way there's a science of motivation you, you might want to learn it if you're serious you know about losing weight but anyways Wanting to look better is an extrinsic motivator. It's classified as extrinsic. It's the weakest form of motivation, and it's the reason why you haven't been motivated enough to get the results you want. You know? Yeah, okay, Karen. Yeah, to keep up with the grandkids. Exactly. That's exactly. Okay, what's a better motivation for someone? I don't know how old you are, Karen, but I'm just going to say, let's just say that I, I, I'm going to come up with a magical person. Let's say we got a 55-year-old woman. Um, kids are in their 20s, left the house. You know, she's married, uh, and... No, you know, let's make, let's say she's 55 years old. Her kids are in their late 20s, early 30s. They, she just became a grandmother, okay? She's been married for 30 years and she wants to lose 40 pounds, 
okay? What's going to be more motivating to her? To lose the weight so she can look good in a bathing suit? Or to be able to play with her grandkids, take care of them, engage with them, get on the floor and play with them uh, for the rest of her life? Which one's going to be more motivating? Right? The 50-year-old grandma can wear, now wear a bathing suit? Why? You know what I mean? Like, motivations change in life. Maybe that motivation was never that high to begin with. You're wanting to look better is not enough motivation. I, I could talk all day about it, but I'm going to let it go. But argue with me if you want. I would love to talk about it. Um, uh, Pain, Painter ML. Being overweight was emotionally traumatic for me. Weight loss was very healing for me. Yeah, I agree. Because that's what I mean. Like, if, if you take the weight loss and wrap it in personal development, your weight loss becomes a healing journey. It was for me. The healing was emotional. I was, my dad died when I was nine and I, I never was able to deal with any of those emotions. My mom, God bless her, was an amazing mom, but it was just a different time. The emotion thing just wasn't front and center. So her, her way to deal with the emotions, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Focus on this. Well, great, but you know, that was, I didn't know how to deal with those. Those emotions were there. And so as I got older, I started eating like, eating like shit, drinking like crazy, binge drinking. I didn't know how to deal with those emotions. And so... It wasn't until I was able to interface with those emotions in a genuine way, without food, without the alcohol, without the TV, without the distractions, I was able to interface with those emotions and really manage them. That was the foundation of my weight loss success and my health mastery and my weight mastery here. So yes, when you approach your weight loss as, this whole, as a holistic personal development approach, it's not just looking better in a picture in a bathing suit, it's becoming the best version of yourself. Your weight is intricately inter intertwined with that, not because of like the size you are, but because in most cases, your weight is a reflection of the choices you're making. Eating choices and lifestyle choices. What do I mean by lifestyle? In order of importance, your sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. Right? Once you have these things in your life, you become a different version of yourself. A better version, I would say. You know? And then what you're putting in your body regularly. If you're not nourishing your body, don't you know that's going to impact all the areas of your life that are important to you? Your emotions? How you feel about yourself? You know? This is what... It makes me sad. I mean, it's always the same story of my father. I always reference back to that. But now it's like I've worked with so many people. It's like... We're so fixated on the shiny object of looking better that we're missing the entire real thing, which is really, it's in order of importance to me. Now, your, your body's most important, but most people don't have, like you're pre-diabetic probably, or you're just kind of, you're like in the beginning stages of some health issue. And so it's not like life and death here right now. It's not front and center. So that's why I say, so, so the physical thing is really important because ultimately that's going to dictate whether you're alive or dead, <laughs> your mobility, your flexibility, what you can do, your stamina. However, what most people at this point in time, again, the health stuff, it's still off in the distance a little bit, the real negative consequences of that. But what is front and center, if you pay attention to it, <clears throat> is your mindset, what you're thinking about all day, and how you feel. And that probably is in the gutter. If you're not happy with your weight, if you're frustrated with yourself, you're just always thinking about how shitty you feel and how you're a shitty person for not having lost the weight. And all the emotions that go with it, feeling a failure, feeling frustrated, being disappointed, sad, angry, pissed off at yourself. I mean, it's just, it's a whole gamut of shitty negative emotions that you're steeping yourself in day after day because of the weight, you know? And, and so that's the part when you focus on that, you realize 
holy shit, if I take control of my weight, yeah, I'll look better. But that's just that, that's a tiny part of it. I'm going to actually feel better. You're going to probably feel better than you've ever felt in your entire life. Do you know how good you can feel? You know what I mean? You've habituated to feeling like shit. And it's like you can feel so much better, which goes back to why using that hypnosis session, the new thing that I give you for free, is a completely, it's, it's the door you walk through to approach weight loss from a different angle. It's connecting to how good you could feel, not just how you look, but how good could you feel being a master of your weight, knowing you were in control of it. You were a person who loved feeling healthy, who loved being in control of what you eat and how you lived and how you looked and how you felt day in and day out. You know, that that's what's at stake for you. So anyways, um, Alicia says, <clears throat> I'm at my goal weight, 130 pounds. I listen to this to keep thinking of how good like being like this is. Fabulous. Yeah, it's great, Alicia. Great job. Because yeah, maintaining it. That's what, you know, a lot of times people have the mistake, the diet mindset, thinking that the goal weight is the finish line. I'm telling you, the goal weight's the starting line. How long do you want to keep the weight off for? Right? I imagine it's forever. And so, yeah, you got to know how to maintain it. So, yeah, Alicia, exactly. You've got to maintain it once you get there. You've got to stay motivated. We live in a very tempting society. You're always going to be, you know, seduced, or at least tempted to be seduced by these foods. You know, so you have to keep your motivation sharp, you know, and focused. And that's what makes you get the results you want to have, you know. Okay, 53 with four grandkids. Yeah, right. What's more important for a 53-year-old woman, grandmother with four grandkids, is looking better on the beach in a bathing suit more motivating or being able to be there for her grandkids, watch them graduate, be on the floor with them, interact with them, do fun stuff with them. And it can't, I'm not saying it can't be both, but usually it's just the fucking looking better in a bathing suit. That's the fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to get to the end of your life. You're not going to give a shit about what you look like in a bathing suit. You're going to care about the time you spent with the people you loved. You know this. You're just not reminded of it enough. Gave up flour and sugar and feel amazing. Lost 35 pounds so far. Great job, Melanie. Yeah, flour and sugar, right? Those are the twin, the twin killers, right? They, they really are. Um... Yeah. Walking the zoo is an eye opener for me. I get it. I get it. You know, and God, you know, listen, Karen, I'm so proud of you because a lot of times when we, oh, we go to the zoo and we can't walk, we're, we're so out of shape. We can't walk with the grandkids. And we're embarrassed and ashamed. And I always say like the shame prevents us from changing because the shame shields us from the pain, which I get, but it's like, you need to feel that shame and learn from it and say, I, I don't want to live this way. I'm not going to live this way. I'm going to make small systematic changes to become the, the grandparent I want to be. I want to be able to walk the zoo. I want to feel better. I want to feel good about myself. That's the real secret to change. Not just getting mired in the shit and feeling horrible. That's a trap. It's like quicksand. It sucks you in, you know? Congratulations, Karen. I'm so proud of you because I know it's not easy. It's not easy facing the reality we're in a lot of times. I, I get that, you know? Um, which, again, is why... Uh, <laughs> If you go listen to the new Thin Me session, it it's a different form of motivation. You've never spontaneously been pleasure-based motivated, really. Like, you've never just all of a sudden been struck with, you know what, it would feel incredible to live at my goal weight. You know, being this person I want to be, being the best version of me, that would be incredible. I'm going to do it. That, that You've never started a weight loss plan that way. It's always kicked off after stepping on the scale, after seeing the pictures, after feeling like shit about yourself. That's what triggers your motivation to lose weight. And it doesn't last. The pleasure-based one does because your brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism, you know? And by the way, you know, listen, the food's pleasurable. 
That's what makes this whole process hard. Let's just be honest here. The food is extremely pleasurable. So what you've been trying to do is you're trying to feel, well, weight loss is deprivation and pain. Let's feel pain, 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 pain. Well, your brain's a pleasure-seeking mechanism. So it'll do that for a little while. But if your idea of losing weight, which it is right now, is pain, I'm going to feel pain, you're only going to do it for a little while. So what am I saying here? I'm saying we know the food's pleasurable. But what's more pleasurable than the food? You living as the person you want to be. You being the best version of yourself. Having the best relationship with your grandkids, with your partner, with your kids, with your coworkers, with your family, with your friends. That's really motivating. But you never think about that. You never connect to that. Why do you think the food's so addictive? It's not just that it's pleasurable, by the way. It's that it's pleasurable and you're constantly having that message reinforced through thousands of ads every day for food that you're seeing. Thousands of triggers when you're just driving down the street and walking into stores. And what reinforcement do you have to connect you to your ideal self, your goal body, the best version of you? I know you've got zero. You have zero support system to stay focused and motivated on your goal. That's why you're not getting the results. So again, I'm sitting here giving you a free hypnosis session to help you do exactly that and then to give you a training to help you do it. And then I, you know, I'll give you a secret. I email you stuff every day. Positive, encouraging, supportive emails to help you on the path. It's all free. <laughs> you can just opt in. I make a big deal out of this because it really clarifies, you know, I've been selling programs and I sell coaching too. Like I, I do have programs for sale. But um you always wonder, ah, is it because it's too much? Ah, is it people who can't invest this much, you know? Because it costs $25,000 to work with me, right? So it's like, well, oh, you know, I wish I could work with everyone. Oh, it's a lot, though. People, you know, if it was low, they, they would do it. But then it's like, I offer free stuff. And, and people, you know, I don't know, let's say, well, there's almost 40 people on here right now. And it would take you probably 30 seconds to go and opt into this email for a brand new approach to master your weight. You think about losing weight all the time. But out of 40 people, three or four people might do it, you know? And so it's very, it is validating because it is true. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally. People that invest a lot, don't, they don't just invest a lot of money. They invest a lot of energy and focus. And across, there's always outliers, but across the board, they almost always get way better results. And, um, and same with my other program, it's $1,000 to work with me. You know what I mean? It's a group setting, but um, those people always get better results than the people that, that don't invest anything or invest in the, you know, I've got a $40 program that invest in that. Um, so, you know, but, but it, this is always eye-opening for me that, that all the people that just won't even do that, you know? And so you may say, well, well, if you won't even opt in for a free thing that could potentially be the, the missing piece to the whole weight loss puzzle you spent decades trying to figure out, then what chance in hell do you have ever losing weight? If, like, if you know what I mean? And again, I'm not doing this to attack you. I just kind of think it out loud, but it, it's interesting for me, um, from my perspective. This is something to look at, so thank you. I always focus on the way I look. Oh, yeah, yeah, change that up, Okay. How about being unhealthy? No, Megan. No, 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 no. Again, your your subconscious doesn't understand the difference between, um, it doesn't understand negatives and it doesn't understand the difference between vivid imagination and reality. But the negative parts is you think it's just semantics, but it's not. When you say, I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. I don't want to feel like shit anymore. You think that's the same thing as saying, I want to be healthy and feel amazing. Technically, they're kind of similar, but subconsciously, they're completely different. You make completely different images in your mind and feel completely different. Um, when you say those two things. So it's important to be very specific. Don't focus on being unhealthy. You can be aware of it for sure. But the more you spend your time focusing on how amazing it feels to be healthy, you have a, you know, you could write a doctorate thesis on what it feels like to be overweight, feel like shit, be unable to change, be frustrated with yourself. You could write a, a novel on that. 
But if I ask you, describe to me what it feels like to be at your goal weight, to think like a thin, healthy person, to describe yourself at your best as the best version of you, you know what's going to happen? You're going to go, um, uh, I don't, I don't, I know, I should know. Oh, my, my brain's, where'd my brain go? I, I work, <laughs> I work with very successful people. Um, entrepreneurs, you know, business owners, movie stars, all of these people, very, very successful and smart. It's always, always the same thing. I ask them about what they want and it's always, uh, oh, oh, um, oh, hmm. Cause you never think about it. You never think about what you want. You got this vague idea. I want to lose weight. I want to be this size. I want to that. It's so vague. You can't go past that. You never think about it. You have no neural connections for it. You never ask it. But if I ask you what you don't like and what's wrong, you could talk for the next five days about it. And therein lies the problem. You have all the neural wiring to be overweight and you have no neural wiring to be thin and healthy. So focus on being healthy. Give this man some taps. He knows what he's talking about. Thank you, Alicia. I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> not only do I know what I'm talking about, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying no one else talks about this stuff. I'm sure there is, but I am one of the very few that's practical. Because what you're going to find 99% of weight loss, the world out there, if it's not surgery or pills or supplements, is people telling you what you should do. You know? And um, that's not the problem. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it. You know what you should do. You can't get yourself to do it. Okay. And that's where I'm really unique. No one is really doing that. You know, that's why in my coaching program, and again, we have coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm coming up in a little while here. Um, but people go, Oh God, Jim, I had a shitty week. Great. Let's learn from this and move you forward. And every, I, I don't say this to be conceited. I've done, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. That's not even counting the group coaching sessions I've done. There's never been a time where I haven't moved someone into a better space. That's what I do. And that's one of the really, I think it's the biggest hole, the biggest void in the weight loss industry is that no one's teaching you how to deal, that no one's teaching you strategies to deal with your mindset, to influence your lifestyle so you start living healthier so that supports your eating. I talk about the weight loss pyramid, mindset, lifestyle, eating. I make it in that shape to signify the importance of each one. The most important foundational piece is your mindset, then your lifestyle, then your eating. Your weight loss period that you're following is, it's this big and it's all eating. And maybe there's a little bit of exercising at the bottom, maybe, but it's all eating. Just tell me what to do. And you have no foundation under you. It's like you're trying to build a house from the roof up or roof down, I mean, right? And it's like, you, you, all you do is think about what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. And you never pay attention to your lifestyle and mindset piece it's it's like building a house on quicksand. I mean, you you have virtually zero chance of succeeding because what would change? What would change between right now where you're at and that magical Monday when you follow the plan perfectly and get to your goal weight? Like you've got to wake up. You're literally in a trance. It's childlike thinking. What's going to change? Why would anything be different in the future if nothing changes? Right? Tina says, for my health, I need to lose close to 100 pounds. How do you stay focused with such a large amount to lose? Great question, Tina. First off, I would change the need. Um, for your health, I need to lose close to 100 pounds. Um, you don't need to lose anything. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't. You, you haven't lost. You've needed to lose 100 pounds for a long time. Until that need turns into a want, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, why do you want to lose that 100 pounds? 
and I would start focusing on all the reasons you want to make it happen. Next thing I would do is I would break my goal, my success down into five pound increments. I would approach it five pounds at a time. There's a thing our brains do. It's called future discounting. And what happens is our brain discounts the future. So if I say I'll give you $100 now or $200 next year, most people take the 100 bucks now, right? Because it's now. It's a certain thing. We're, we've evolved to believe this. And so one of the big challenges you have with weight loss is that you're like, oh my God, I got 100 pounds to lose. That feels so far in the future. Your brain, it doesn't even feel real. And so the food's right now. So breaking down your weight loss into five pound chunks is very helpful because uh, it's it's a way to make it feel like what you're doing now, it's not that far in the future, okay? And it feels doable. And um, you approach a five pound, five pound process, all right? But again, go get my thing. I talk about that. Um, thank you. My approach is brilliant. I appreciate you saying that. Um, out of disgust, yeah. That's the main motivation, right? That's what everyone's trying to lose weight from. Again, your, your motivation to lose weight in the past has always been you're out of disgust, you're ashamed of yourself, you're so frustrated, you're in so much pain. It's always pain, that, which is a bad motivation for weight loss, right? A, it doesn't work. Your brain hates pain. But B, what happens is, okay, I start losing some weight. And guess what? The pain starts going down. And guess what? So does your motivation, you know? It's so obvious when I say it out loud, right? But it's like you would have never thought of this stuff and you're almost likely. It's taken me thousands and thousands of weight loss sessions. It's taken me hundreds and probably thousands of books at this point. Um, I mean, just, I've been obsessed with this stuff. You know, and so it's take, I'm a very unique person. I, it, again, there's no time for false modesty. I have a very unique background. I'm a certified yoga instructor. I'm a hypnotist. I'm a neurolinguistic programming practitioner. I have a degree in finance and investments. So I have a very analytical brain. Um, I'm a, you know, a strategic coach. There's a Tony Robbins thing. I'm obsessed with psychology. I'm obsessed with weight loss and health. And, uh, and I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I've had Program Yourself Thin as a course that I've offered for over 20 years. That I've refined and tweaked that I've done tons of programs, you know? This is what I do. You know what I mean? It's a unique thing. That's why I say, like, you know, right now, like I said, it's $25,000 to work with me privately, but you can work in my group program for $1,000, and that's going to be $2,000 soon. And you get, I keep the group small, so you literally get to work, you get one-on-one time with me where I really look at your situation and guide you along the path. It's, um, there aren't too many of me, you know? <laughs> Anyways, so true. Does eating less make you gain weight when calorie very low, same people, starvation mode? Um, here's what I will say. They, you listen, there's 7 billion people on the planet. Uh, there's a lot of genetics at play. There's a lot of epigenetics at play. You know, your genetics aren't just fixed at birth. A lot of your genetical genetic makeup is is flexible, um, depending on the environment you're in and what you do to yourself. So, um, which is why that lifestyle mindset piece are so important. But uh, I'm not gonna. That's a big question to say. You know, oh, should I just cut the calories or if someone's in starvation mode? You know, does that break their metabolism? I don't want to get into that because it's uh it's too deep of a concept. But I will say this, and how I how I deal with that in the program is there is no one plan out there that's going to work for everyone. You know what I mean? And so what I would suggest, the plan that's guaranteed to get your results, would you be like to know that, right? Is that you figure out what works for you. And so again, with Program Yourself Thin, you get outlines, right? You get fill in the blank blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating blueprints. Yes, I give you strategies and structures to work within, but ultimately you've got to figure out and customize your approach to what you like. You've got unique genetics, preferences, lifestyle, and you need to figure out what works for you. 
I know it's easier just to want to believe, oh, just no carbs. That, that is a tactic. There's no one tactic that's going to solve the problem for you. You need to have a holistic approach. You need to have a comprehensive approach to mastering your weight. There's no one diet plan that's going to give you the results you, that you're wanting to get. Okay? Um, and so when it comes to what you need to eat in order to get the results you want, I can't sit here and tell you because I don't know you. And you don't even know yourself. Your doctor doesn't know you. You have to try, you have to try things and see how you respond. And through trial and error, you figure out what works for you. And if you take that approach, you're guaranteed a year from now to be in a much better spot to understand what works for you and what doesn't. All right. Um, right. Yep, never been there. <laughs> uh, how to sign up in your program. Um, first thing to do is just go get the hypnosis session, right? I, I don't want you to get the program yet because it may or may not be for you. Go sign up, get the free hypnosis session. That session's really good. I promise you, it's going to impact you in a positive way. You're going to feel more motivation. You have not probably ever felt such like real genuine pleasure-based motivation to lose weight. You don't even know what it feels like. (laughs) So the first is go listen to the hypnosis session. And more importantly, watch the training. You sign up for the hypnosis session. It takes a couple minutes to kind of get it ready for you. And I bring you to a page where you can watch. It's about a half hour, three steps to master your weight, where I break down everything I'm saying in more systematic detail. It's, it's a presentation that changes people's lives. It, 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 it's free. Right? It, it's just, I just want to give it to you. Hey, you're watching. That's a bunch of bullshit. Then fine. You know what I mean? You're out 30 minutes. What, it didn't cost you anything. But if you watch it and you're like, holy shit, I can do this. This makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, then, then you find out about the program, you know, if, if you want to get into the real program. Or you can go to program yourself then and learn about it as well. But um, I would suggest the path I just laid out for you. See if it's a good fit. You know, because when it's a good fit, that thousand dollars is is a drop in the bucket compared to what you're gonna probably spend on bullshit diets and diet food and pills potentially, and maybe even surgery. And this will be a real solution for you that not only makes you lose weight and live at your goal weight for the rest of your life, but it transforms you from the inside out into the person you want to be. This is the greatest value on the planet because it's really a personal development program. It's not the weight loss is secondary. I know it's program yourself thin, but the weight loss is secondary because it has to be. It's really about becoming the person you want to be, and the weight is a part of that. That framing is very important. Yeah, Megan says the magical Monday. It's so accurate for me. I know. And it's like, it's just one of those things that runs in the background. You don't realize you're following this subconscious pattern. Oh, Monday. Here comes Monday. Everything's going to be perfect now. Okay, Monday. I'm going to do everything perfect. And you look back at a string of failed Monday attempts. It's just fine, but it's time to learn from that and do something different moving forward. That's what starts to feel exciting, you know? Um... Eating all organic food now, and I love it. Expensive, but worth it. Yeah, sure, sure, I get that. Expensive is relative, too. Remember that, because it seems expensive because it's more than the or, than the non-organic stuff you may have bought, but also make sure to keep into account all the bullshit stuff you're not buying now. You know, because when you nourish yourself with better quality food, you don't need all the bullshit. The processed food doesn't have the nutrients in it that you need to feel satisfied. If you ever wonder why you can eat and eat and eat and never feel satisfied... It's probably because you're not putting enough good nourishment into your body. And that's all it happens to a lot of people. Lalo says, I'm so frustrated I keep giving into my favorite foods. Um, there's nothing, don't be frustrated with that, Lalo. You want to learn from it. Um, you're giving into your favorite foods in a specific pattern. What I mean by that is, um, and by the way, you don't have to be perfect to lose weight. This is why I always suggest most people, when they try and lose weight, they try and do everything perfect starting on day one. That's overwhelming. So a better approach typically is to uh, a better approach typically is to pick your worst eating habit. 
whatever your worst eating habit is, might be snacking at night, overeating at dinner, um, eating candy in the afternoon, whatever, and focus on that because it takes, it takes energy to change behavior, folks. Can you believe it? <laughs> you can't just start a diet and then just eat different from that point forward, you know? I've been trying to lose my last 15 pounds for the last, past nine months. Um, yeah, okay. So, Lalo, again, you, you want to get strategic. Again, what is, the, what is the habit, what is the eating habit that's most responsible for those extra 15 pounds? Is it a snacking routine you got? Is it an overeating at dinner thing you do? Is it, is it a snacking thing? You want to identify what that thing is. Because it can't be everything. I can change everything and then lose the weight. You, you'll be able to change kind of one thing at a time. I don't know why people don't want to approach it that way. It's way more manageable and, and long-term. But yeah, you, 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 so if you go to work on that one thing, and then, so that's kind of the, the, maybe because I haven't been going to the gym. Maybe. It depends. You don't have to go to the gym to lose weight, folks. I, I'm sitting here in front of you. I lost 50 pounds 30 years ago. I've kept the, I've maintained the exact same weight for 30 years. I had one blip 12 years ago. Uh, I have not worked out in any consistent way at all. I, I hate the gym. I'm working on enjoying it and I'm getting back into resistance training for other reasons. But I've mastered my weight through mastering my eating. Okay? And I've been able to master my eating because I master my lifestyle, my mindset. Okay. But uh, if you want to go to the gym, fine. But I guarantee you, Lalo, that, that you can lose that last 15 pounds by changing what you eat. And it would be my suggestion to find your worst eating habit. The habit that shows up daily, weekly, that you believe is most responsible for the extra weight and then go to work on that habit. That that's a more strategic approach to changing your weight. All right. That's what I would suggest to you, but all right, I got to get out of here, but listen, this is my last, last chance to try and talk you into this. Go get the free hypnosis session. Go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, start walking a different path. See what happens. Jeez. What do you got to lose? Except the weight, right? <laughs> Thanks to Loris. I appreciate that. Um, and then go watch that training, watch that training. And I got a new training coming out, which I'm so excited for. It really puts everything out. <laughs> I learned this crepe recipe and I've been obsessed. Yeah, maybe that, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you, if you look at things the way I'm talking about, everything makes a lot more sense. You're flummoxed right now because what you don't realize is you're always using the same, you have the same core philosophy, which is the diet philosophy. You think like a dieter. And so if you continue to think like a diet or that same philosophy of just changing everything all at once, you're missing all the big stuff. And it doesn't matter what diet. It doesn't matter. It literally, whatever diet, keto, that's why the diets don't work. I, people try keto. Fuck you. Fuck your keto. I'm not saying keto doesn't work, but maybe you don't want to do keto. Maybe you don't want to be a person who can't eat a cake at a birthday party for the rest of your life. That's fair. You know, you don't have to be on keto to lose weight. Ketosis is no well-thought-out diet. It was a diet that came up out of desperation for epileptics. There's no society I'm aware of that's ever lived in ketosis. So be a guinea pig. Maybe it's a great thing. I don't know. But you certainly don't need to be in ketosis to live at your goal weight. It's just one strategy, one extreme strategy that help you lower your calorie intake. You know? Anyways, I got up out of there. But, but what I'm saying, um, Lalo, what we can all learn from that is that when you start looking at things, instead of trying to change everything all at once, being perfect, which you're never going to do, most likely, um, start looking at your habitual behaviors. Instead of feeling overwhelmed, say, what's a, a habit that shows up daily or weekly that may be sabotaging your weight loss? 
All of a sudden, Lalo, <laughs> who's successfully losing weight within 15 pounds. Oh, seems I've gotten obsessed with crepes lately. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I mean? And maybe you want to keep the crepes, then find something else to, to cut down. But maybe if you cut down the crepes a little bit, a little less Nutella or whatever you put on your crepes, you know what I mean? You make them a little healthier, you eat them a little less often. Um, you know, that's a key thing. Listen, and program yourself, don't we use a 5-2 model of eating? Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. So eat the, eat the hell out of the crepes on those two days. That will probably, <laughs> she said Nutella, right? Did I know? Um, if you, you know, if you do the 5-2 model, you can still eat your crepes, but then the five days you're, you're lowering it down. That might bring you within five pounds of your goal weight, you know? Who knows? But it's a more, oh, okay, I could do that. As opposed to this white, oh God, this feeling you get when you want to start a diet where you're freaking out. If you're freaking out starting your diet, there's almost guarantee it's not going to work. It's too overwhelming. doesn't have to be that way, you know? Add a little patience in here and start focusing on the long-term results you want. All right. All right. I'm out of here, but go, go get that hypnosis session. Watch the training, get into my world on my email. I got a new training coming out and you're gonna be the first to, to hear about it on there. Um, check out my TikTok videos. I'm always putting new ones up. The podcast is program yourself. Then listen to it. If you like it, leave me a little review that helps me out. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'm on all social media things as well, but all right, everyone have a great day and we will talk soon. Bye.